Welcome to Chatting Over Chowder. We're your hosts, Bethany and Sherline. Chatting Over Chowder is a podcast where we ask people in the podcasting industry what podcasts they listen to while eating chowder. Join us for some fun, laughs, and tomfoolery. Get your spoon ready. We're about to dive in. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to have Miss Jordan Duffy here today with us at Chatting Over Chowder. And Miss Jordan Duffy is an American singer, songwriter, musician, sound engineer, and producer. She received her BA in Visual Performing Arts, concentration in music from Worcester State University. She later continued her education, receiving certification in audio engineering and recording connection. Within the past 10 years, she has had many adventures in the music world, such as being an opening act for guitarist Dickie Betts, traveling across the Southern Italy, performing with the Worcester State University Chorale, singer for the theme song Just Between Us podcast with Allison Raskin and Gabby Dunnan, and more. She currently resides in Los Angeles, California, where she works as an audio engineer for Earwolf, Stitcher, Midroll Podcast Network. She works on shows such as Yo is a Racist with Andrew T and Tawny Newsom, and Query with Cameron Esposito, Best Friends with Nicole Byer and Shashir Zamata, Spanish Aki Presents with Tony Rodriguez, Riza, Oscar, <laughs> and Carla. <laughs> so many names. Um, she's also an engineer. Uh, she's also Engineer Jordan. <laughs> in the Hollywood Handbook and uh, with Sean Clements and Hayes Davenport and other miscellaneous shows on the Earwolf and Stitcher networks. She is also the audio engineer and producer for the Powerful Ladies podcast. I have a long bio. <laughs> no, but you have accomplished so much and like in such a short uh, amount of time, mm-hmm. which is the crazy part. It's- so I'm so excited to have you. Thank you both for having me. I'm so excited to be here. My hands are sticky. That's so excited I am. <laughs> I'm so excited to, to finally and initially meet you. I know that we've had correspondence in like emails um, and on Facebook and all over social media. Um, but just to see you and engage with you. And I was like, oh, she's she's totally my people's. Like just because <laughs> you're Sherilyn's people's. I was like, well, if you're Sherilyn's people's, then you just automatically, I, I apologize, get adopted into my people's. Um, hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> That's how it is. Like even even being her best friend for it's probably almost ten years. Ten now. years now, yeah. If she likes someone, I most likely will like them. So yeah, I I trust her ability and people. And I love that it's not like our focus is not just on podcast hosts and trying to find out what they're listening to for podcasts, but it is women in podcasting, and you have done all the damn things, and you're like. A little over two decades of life. Like, it's wild. You're just, you two are just wee babies. And you guys have gotten so much accomplished. So tell us about your your journey, your history, how you got into podcasting. Caroline did the beautiful job of reading your <laughs> amazing resume. I know, I think I can go. I think I <laughs> yeah, you're good, you're good. We're good now. Let me see if my shift products came in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take a breather. I'll, like, go on for another 10 minutes. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Um, so I I grew up moving all my life, so I don't really have technically a hometown. But I label Worcester 
as my hometown in Massachusetts because that's where I live the longest. That's where my closest friends are. That's where I go back to like multiple times a year. And I've only lived in LA. It'll be three years this coming spring in 2021, which is shocking to me from someone who never wanted to come back to California or never live in LA. I'm like, how did I get here? But clearly it worked out because of where I am right now. Um, So I grew up moving a lot. Um, I started playing music. I was kind of a late bloomer because shockingly, I was shy as a kid. I don't know how I was like, especially with the Duffy clan. (laughs) I know we're very funny. My family is super, super funny. They crack me up all the time. But as a kid, when it came to music and singing, I was really, really shy. So it wasn't until high school and odd is when I started taking like guitar class or piano. That's kind of where like my 15 year old self, I would be in guitar class doing these, like play this one chord for a hundred hours. And the next thing you know, like I'm writing songs and I'm, cause I'm so bored in the class and I'm like, well, I have, if I have these basic chord progressions, I can write songs. So high school was kind of my, my true music blooming. And from high school, I went to a community college. And then from there I went to Worcester state where um, I was going to do creative writing slash English at Worcester state. And then I was like, I don't like Shakespeare that much that I want to dedicate my life to reading all those books and like analyzing words. And so I was like, let's, I was going to do a double major of music and writing. And I was like, no, we'll just do music. So went to Worcester state and probably it was my start of my second semester of when I met Sherline and our other amazing friend, Benjamin. And then I started in the Worcester state Chorale, which kind of like, kicked I truly was like I'm not gonna go to this audition I don't need this (laughs) crowd and it truly like was the best thing I ever did because that's where I met my best friends and we got to travel the world and sing and it I miss it all the time and I wish I had that community again but I had to move and other things but from Worcester State I graduated from there and I, a few years later, ended up moving to, shockingly, Louisville, Kentucky with my parents. I know. It's, it's for like, 10 years from now, it's going to be this little, like, blimp in my history. But Louisville is where I got my engineering degree. So if I didn't have Louisville, I probably wouldn't have went into engineering. So it was this moment in time where I was trying to figure out, like, I want to be a musician. I want to record an album. How... And then on top of that, I loved being in a studio. Like I really like sat down and was like, where is my favorite place to be? And I went on a tour at like Berkeley College of Music and I was in one of the studios and I was like, ah, this is like, this is where I want to be. This is right here. I just want to be in this studio. I like, I remember like freaking out. Even my sister was like, I never had have seen you react to something like that. So I knew I wanted to be in a studio. I was like, how do I be in a, how, do, how am I, how can I like be in a studio all the time? So I'm in Louisville. I'm working on a job I absolutely hate. And I ended up signing up with Recording Connection where wherever you are in the US, you can go, you can connect with the school and work out to work at a, at a recording studio in wherever you're living And also take classes online. And they say six months you should have everything all set. But for me, I ended up doing a full year just because I was working a full-time job. 
So I would work my job and I would go to the studio at night. And that's how I finished my engineering degree. And then immediately after finishing my degree, I started doing some work at that studio that I was taking classes at. And then I actually jumped to help editing my brother's uh, video game podcast. And from there, it kind of had this spiral of I'm working at the video game podcast. My sister hit me up for, do you want to move out to California? I have a spare room. And like, let's see what you can do out here. And then getting to California and being like, this was a mistake. How did like, no one is going to hire me. I'm way too new. I don't have enough experience. I really suffer from imposter syndrome. Um, but not realizing that she's already gained so much experience, just not uh, because she's helping her brother it's not like uh yeah paid. and i did yeah and i did a full like i made these these episodes sound like video games and it was such intense editing for, i think like each episode i spent like 30 hours on which is a, a lot for a podcast episode um and i wasn't being paid it was all well like, you were also doing like the sound you were creating like the music you were doing everything for it and i was a voice actor on it too mm-hmm. so it was a lot. And it helped out the podcast a lot. There are still some fans today. If you go to like PAX East or other stuff, people, my brother and his friends are being recognized from the podcast, which is really, really cool. It's called Level Up Lore. Um, at the moment, it's there's no production of it right now. They kind of took a standstill. But because of that and then moving to California, within three months of moving to California, I had gotten a call and gotten a job offer at where I currently work. And that is unheard of for people in California. I. I I tell this to Sherline all the time. I realize how fortunate I am because there are so many people who move to California. If you're an actor, if you want to be in the business, it can take years. And the fact that I like moved there in April and was hired in July and all of a sudden in like it was like night and day in my life going from like, I don't know anything or no one to like, oh, hi Conan O'Brien. Like what what's going on? Like that's how i don't i don't know how it happened really fast well and you're forgetting that she's also <laughs> the first female engineer at your wolf oh yeah yeah huge Sherline knows me why doesn't Sherline just say this <laughs> she knows me way more so. so jordan we're just gonna go to the side and Sherline is going to tell your bio <laughs> again i'll listen <laughs> and and i love i love your transition because i love the fact that you hadn't had this kind of media experience you hadn't had this podcasting experience you were just like helping out your bro yo yeah (laughs) like i truly i was like oh this is this could be like a side thing i didn't realize it would be like my entire life in within a year from that i started with level up lore in in 2017 and i started at earwolf in 2018 so I definitely had a lot of practice with Level of Lore and like getting so much from that. And I'm still learning stuff today at Earwolf. But yeah, as Sherline said, I was the, I didn't realize this at the time, but I was the very first female engineer in the company. I love that so much. And I I love that not only because you were the first female in the company, but because of your age. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was the youngest too. They took such, they saw... You and all of that you could bring to the table mm. for an up-and-coming production company. And they were like, we need her. And your vision and your your ear. Not only your yeah. ear, but your eyes. Like, they needed everything that you encompassed in a, a young woman who 
had this short adventure into this video podcast and you yeah. took that and it just blew up. And it's funny because I, I find that the more that you're not, you don't have expectations of something, the easier it is to arrive at that journey of what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really thought my, I, I hate the phrasing of like, being some 15 year old kid and be like, where do you see yourself in five or 10 years? And I wrote a completely different, I was like, I'm going to live in Boston. I'm going to be married and have kids. That is not, I am single. I don't have kids and I live in LA. So I want to, <laughs> but it's really, I love that people have plans for their lives, but like life is way more exciting when there's, you don't expect something. This was, I didn't expect any of, any of this to happen. So, and it's remarkable. And it like, I sometimes like those bad days that I have, I have to be like, wait a second. Like no one else is experiencing this right now. Like you there to like, look back and where, and to see where it came from and the steps that it took. And I truly believe that like everything happens for a reason. Like I never wanted to move to Louisville, but like, if I didn't live there, I wouldn't have finished my degree or like have the drive to be like, well, I don't know anyone. So like might as well do this thing. Or like, I didn't want to try out for Worcester State Corral. And if I didn't, I wouldn't have met my friends or like travel to Italy and other stuff. So it's like, it's, I'm a really big believer in that even, even if you're questioning where life is taking you, it's, it's taking you somewhere that you need to go. I mean, definitely listen to your, like, don't, I don't think you should walk down dark alleys if you're like your hair's up and like someone's fun. don't don't do that. But like, <laughs> but like more like fun thing. Like if you're not sure about a job offer, like and you're really scared of it, that's probably the time to take that job offer. I agree. And I also think that people need to embrace the journey a lot more because everyone is so stuck on the end result yeah. and where they want to be that they don't take into account the amazing things that this journey led them to. You know what I mean? It's like, like you were saying all those little pieces, even if at the time you were annoyed as hell about it, or like you just, you were like, what am I doing with myself? Mm -hmm. Those were important moments to get you to where you are now. And even like, and I want to kind of dive back into you doing level up lore Mm -hmm. um, and working on that for free for your brother. People don't understand the value in a hobby. Like, and, and I say quote unquote hobby, you know what I mean? Because like you were, you weren't getting paid for it. But when you're diving and delving so much time into something, that's you learning. Even if you didn't get paid for it, that's experience. Yeah. That's what builds. I know for me with graphic designing and all of that stuff, I started off, yes, I went to high school for graphic designing, but the reason that I did better than my peers is because I obsessively worked on like Smallville and Tom Welling calendars uh, <laughs> because my mom wouldn't let me have posters. <laughs> so I would like create stuff to do that. And that led me to getting really good at like working on all the programs. And then I started to do stuff for like family, do posters. And like with video editing, I started doing like just those random things that you do around you build experience from that. And yeah. then you do suffer from imposter syndrome because you're like, oh, you know, I've never done anything paid or I've never, I don't really have experience. And then when you start, you're like, oh shit, actually I do. Like this Mm -hmm. was a lot, this actually came together, even though I was nervous as hell, like this came together a lot better than I actually expected it to. 
Yeah. And it's, it's weird to like, I want to have an imposter syndrome club, but at the same time, even though I suffer from that, I'll listen to some audio and be like, what are they doing? This sounds like crap. I could do better than this. Like, what <laughs> like I'm like, wait, do I really suffer from this? Or like, is my brain just being mean to me and telling me I'm not good enough? All that stuff. But yeah, imposter syndrome really stinks. And like, I didn't know what it, I didn't know what it was until I was a grown adult and being like, oh, other people suffer from this. Okay, cool. I'm not alone. <laughs> it's a real thing. And it can it, it can cripple people. Yes. I have imposter syndrome every damn day. When my 13-year-old asked me for help on math, I have imposter syndrome because I have no idea what he's talking about. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to make shit up. And if you get it right, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's everyone now. That's the, I'm the like addition, got it. Subtraction, <laughs> got it. Multiplication, got it. Division, you're on your own. Bye. Get out of here. <laughs> Anything beyond that? No, you're good. You can't do it. I'll give you a YouTube video. Yeah. Jordan, you need to create a podcast called Get Over That Ish. Get Over That, <laughs> get over that Imposter Syndrome. <laughs> I'll work on it. <laughs> and the other 10,000 podcasts that we've created in our own minds together in the 10 minutes that we've been on this call. It'll, it'll truly just be me in the first five minutes. Well, this this isn't good enough. Like, the, uh, this podcast isn't <laughs> worth it. It's just me contemplating the imposter syndrome podcast. <laughs> a, real, a real intuition. Um, no, inception, not intuition. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. <laughs> I don't want any edits. No, no edits. edits. No edits. <laughs> it's all raw dog. I want everyone to see my flaws. <laughs> oh, yeah. So tell me on Stitcher. Yeah. What LeVar Burton is like. Oh. <laughs> LeVar Burton is so, so nice. <sighs> he talks to you and looks to you like you're the only person in the world. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I've had to introduce myself a few times, but that's okay. He meets a lot of people. But uh, no, he's he was so nice. And he, like, not only did I help him on his podcast, he was actually one of the first record, uh, sessions I did when I was at Your Wolf. So, like, back in 2018, he was one of the very first big people. And I remember telling my dad, and my dad was like, no way. <laughs> um, but he, him and his wife were on the Best Friends podcast that I got to record, and I was... Um, at the studios, we can actually, we could be in the room with the, every, like all the talent, all the hosts. So I can be like at the table with my rig or I can be in the booth. So I'm outside of the room. Um, and for this one, best friends, I'm just in the habit of being in the room with everyone. Cause I'm sometimes on mic and I was in the room and it was just, it was such a great episode to record and him and his wife are really, really funny. And it's such a funny episode because they'll be, be like Nicole and Sashir will be like, well, like, how'd you guys meet or what's going on? And both LeVar and his wife gave like different answers and they were like, that's not, what are you talking about? <laughs> so like they've been married for so long that they like forgot like little bits and pieces and it was very cute. And the 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 only thing that'll get me and it like Lavar is on this category is when you've seen people on TV your whole life and then you meet them and they're uh, they say a bad word. I won't say one right now, but they'll say a bad word and you're like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, wait a second. Okay. <laughs> like I know how old I am and like it shouldn't phase me, but like to be 
to be growing up and seeing those people on TV and then to hear them say a bad word, you're like, oh, I'm telling my dad. Telling like my Uncle Levon just word. cursed. <laughs> Uncle Levon just cursed. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Like, it, oh. Considering we started off with pandemic pussy, that does not go for us. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. No. No. Oh, no, that's it's not this genre. <laughs> um, and I, I was really hesitant to ask that question because I never know if people's persona, but he just looks and he just exudes love and yeah. just just humanity. Like he just yeah. exudes everything that you would want. And like to be as a good person, he champions reading. He champions imagination. He champions oh, yeah. writing. Like, so I was like, oh man, if yeah. she tells me he's the worst person ever, <laughs> no. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Well, I mean, also I've been in, in the industry enough that like you shouldn't say bad things to <laughs> people unless it's like off camera. Yeah, but no, I truly, I don't even have any bad stories to tell you. Like truly the, the worst that could happen was him just re-asking who I was. I was like, oh, I'm not memorable enough. Okay, hi, I'm Jordan again. But like he he does, like truly, he goes to so many conventions. I would yeah. also forget who people were. But no, he him and I have chatted like, off of recordings and so forth but and i've asked about his daughter because his daughter is in the gaming community and she does other stuff so we've chatted about her and um he's also the type of person who he pays a lot of attention to ads that he's selling because one ads are that's your money so he like you don't want to mess with people's money and then he was also he takes into account what he's like sponsoring because with doing Reading Rainbow for so long, he was, he's a big stickler, as far as I know, and from what I heard, he was a big stickler of, like, making sure if I'm going to promote something, it's something good. It's something that, like, is good for kids. So he is also, he's the same way with his own podcast. He's, he double checks all the sponsors that he has. That's amazing. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. And I, we will not put you on a spot for any other celebrity, but I just had to, like, like that was my four-year-old little black girl sitting in front of the television, Mm -hmm. watching him read to me and reading Rainbow. So I, I apologize. It wasn't professional, but I I had to get it done. (laughs) Nicole and Sashir had the same reaction because they, they were like, we remember being so little and watching you. And he was like, well, you're making me feel old now. And they're like, no, we love you. And he Oh my god, has the best skin in the world. He like does not look his age, period, in person. And his black wife don't too. crack. Black don't crack. No. <laughs> as a as a white person who definitely cracks, black black does not crack. Well, you're a <laughs> white person who lives in LA. So that sun is a different sun than that you're used to in Massachusetts. Like yes. that's a whole those mm-hmm. rays are different rays. It's like yes. a ray ray. That's a ray ray in LA. <laughs> exactly. Yes, but he is wonderful. I I like him a lot. So I wish I worked with him more. So yeah, and I I do want to say that the that when she keeps saying Nicole and Shashir, yes, she's talking about Nicole. Oh, Byer. the best friends. Yeah, the Nicole Byer from Nailed It. Nicole Byer from all those lovely things. And Shashir was Shir. did SNL and other, and she's on Woke right now. So yeah, lots of stuff. Yeah, you're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> Just okay. So we usually transition into. What podcast you listen to right now? Okay, so uh, it was hard for me. I'm going to be real honest. It's working on so many podcasts and like listening to them all day. It's really hard to like deep dive in. But what I will say, what before I got into podcasting, I was listening to podcasts for like two years beforehand. And I was listening to things like Guys We Fucked podcasts, My Favorite Murder. But then as I transitioned into like actually working on podcasts, 
And I really count for what I work on, I listen to. So for me, the two that I picked out were Best Friends with Nicole Byer (laughs) and (laughs) Sashir's Meta. And then um, the podcast that I actually helped with my sister called the Powerful Ladies Podcast. So I picked those two because as much as I am recording them and editing them, I'm still listening to them. And they're still part of my listening repertoire. Who was your favorite guest in the Powerful Lady podcast? And what kind of gems did you did you take Ooh. from that conversation? Right? We're good at this. You know, it's oh my God. We we're almost at a hundred episodes. So I'm trying to like backtrack into a hundred people. Um some of the most memorable were the first few that we did. And I'm trying to remember their names. But for me, um, just because she's also like a family friend. Um, and it's actually still one of the top episodes was, um, her name is Courtney. I'm going to butcher her last name, Orozco or, um, something similar to that, but she has been a family friend for a long time. My, my sister actually went to college with her. That's how they met. And I used to babysit for Courtney and her late husband, Patrick's daughter. And she has two kids. I'm so sorry. What alarm? What producer does not shut off their alarm before they do a podcast interview? What? Well, clearly shame. not on my Shame. <laughs> yes, yes, shame me. I don't. I put. I put everything. It's my my silly alarm. alarm. That's like you need to get up. I'm so sorry. But um, and and in Jordan's defense, it is butt crack early. In you know, California right now, yeah, it's a hella early o'clock for, for Jordan right now. Yeah, they were like, we're going to send you some chowder. Oh, and we're recording at 7.30 a.m. for you. And I'm like, cool, <laughs> I've never had breakfast chowder before. Wait, we didn't even talk about the chowder. Look, I got everything prepared. This is the one I have. I have the the corn and potato chowder, hearty and heartwarming, <laughs> handcrafted soup by Spoonful of Comfort. Oh, yeah. Did you, did you taste it? Yes, I have a bowl right here. Uh, girl, I cannot believe we forgot to talk about the that's chowder. A- <laughs> Is that what you've been? That's the whole premise of our damn show. <laughs> I truly was like, we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> At some point. Or I'll just have this breakfast soup. <laughs> How is you your know? breakfast soup? My breakfast soup is really nice and creamy. It's a little bit, if I can be honest, a little bit more bacony than I thought. But who doesn't like bacon? Ooh, that's good so, to know. Should I do some like ASMR? <laughs> <laughs> All the listeners right now are gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, why is she slurping that soup like that? <laughs> there are so many disclaimers: slurping, <laughs> profanity, pussy slurping. Yeah. There's alarms going off. There's so many disclaimers. <laughs> I am so sorry about the alarm. I truly thought I turned everything off. That is my bad. But that's how so, early it is. So didn't you love like the ladle and the biscuit and the like, like, what did you think? Isn't it amazing? So I opened up the box and I was like, Ooh, they sent me a ladle, no soup, just a ladle. And I was like, no, there's (laughs) gotta be soup in here. But what's funny is I was, I've been telling my mom that I needed a ladle for like years. So this actually worked out and I was like, Oh, finally I have a, I have a ladle. And, and then, um, I could have sworn then I was getting like a Campbell's size soup. And then I don't know, uh, uh, for, for those who are listening, this is bigger than my head. And it's a nice glass, glass jar. jar. 
Also, it was very hard to open. Um, <laughs> which and it's also repeatedly hard to open once you once you open it and then close it again and try to open it again. So um I I get where you're coming from where yes, I need to work out. So thank you for giving me this workout. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yes, I I because of our time difference, I had to like prep everything beforehand. So uh it, yes my my parents that my they're actually stayed with me for the for the meantime during this pandemic and they were very confused on my setup of so you're eating soup in the morning i'm like yes yes, yes. yeah bethany and Caroline are making me eat yeah. breakfast soup <laughs> they're like wait you're eating soup on a podcast are you talking a podcast why are you eating soup on a podcast? like no 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 it's it's i totally get it and then oh the best part the best part of this which Caroline knows my mother. My mother is a fantastic oh woman. Oh my god, she's hilarious. I she's love so her funny. so much. So she, much. I think she can have a comedy special. Like, oh my god. <laughs> so she she sends she tells my aunt yesterday that Jordan got soup from Caroline and Bethany. And so my aunt tells me, "Oh, if they have lobster bisque, I would love some." And I was like, "They're no 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 no. They're not a soup company. No 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 no. They're they're a, they're a podcast. They're a podcast network." Well, then why'd you get soup? No, no, no. <laughs> I see the confusion. I see the confusion. But their their podcast called Chatting Over Chowder. Well, don't they sell soup? They sent you soup. No, no, no. And I had to be like, Mom, if I if I wanted to order chocolates from someone and I had a podcast and I wanted to order them chocolates, would you think I owned the chocolate company? And she was like, hmm, I don't know. Maybe. I maybe would think you own the chocolate company. I was like, oh, <laughs> So for for the past like forty eight hours, my mom has been convinced that Sherline and you, Bethany, are have owned a have owned this spoonful of comfort company. I'm, I'm so sorry, spoonful of comfort, but but you apparently have new owner, owners. So yeah, it's full of She's I, trying. Like, like, I am sweating, so I I wore like a sweatle sweat sweatle. I can't even speak right now. You have messed me up. Sorry. I wear like a sweater turtleneck. I didn't expect to get a workout in this <laughs> in this podcast conversation, but I am sweating so much from laughing. Yeah, <laughs> like like my body temperature is a cool one hundred and two degrees. <laughs> I was like, you know what? It's pretty cold in New England. I gotta warm them up. That's what it is. No. But yeah. the but the spoonful of comfort was actually created. And I, I am not doing her justice because the, the creator, her name is slipping me right now. I, I believe it's Marnie. Um, but she created it because her mother would always like make soup mm-hmm. and she did it to honor her mother. The woman that I've been working with, Ian, she's amazing. She's phenomenal. And they are just like the nicest people. So I never want to take credit for the amazing soup that they make. And when Sherline mm-hmm. and I had it, we were like impressed because, because you know, we black, we Spanish, we're like, it has to have some adobo in it in order to, to be considered any type of flavor. And we were like, oh, my God, it's it has flavor. <laughs> it's actually good. Yeah, yeah. So funny that you said that about the can because our other guests have said the same thing that they're like, oh, we just expected like a can, a mm-hmm. small, teeny, tiny, full of can. But now we've kind of screwed ourselves because we've set the standards so high for all of our guests thus far. That if this podcast continues for like five years, we're we're just gonna have spent a billion dollars in spoonful of comfort. And I'm not mad at it because they're amazing. <laughs> I really hope they become a sponsor. And 
I just, if you guys want to, you can send my aunt lobster bisque at this point because she's convinced. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best part also was that my mom sent me a video and she was like, oh, this is what Sherlyn works with. I was like, mom, you sent me the ad for a spoonful of comfort. This is a. <laughs> I was like, thank you. And then she was like, look, this kind of looks like your thing. I was like, it's exactly what that thing is. <laughs> look, it has the oh, ladle. I know, I know I have the same exact ladle in the box. But no, I absolutely loved it. I loved it. snorted. The, <laughs> the rolls were fantastic. And uh, I, I've always was a person where I was like, oh, I wish I could like send soup in the mail. So this was really nice to know. Yeah, it's genius. It's, and, and I love that it's a woman- created woman yeah. founded company because you, you know i'm all about like woman power and and they're like yes. allies to black lives matter and the lgbt yeah. community like they're all because i vet the hell out of people <laughs> before i i contact them or before we have them on guests oh yeah and they they're just like they check all of the boxes and truly they, they couldn't be any nicer so i'm so glad that you were a surprised at the amount surprised. of soup. I hope you yeah. shared with your parents. Oh, yeah. 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 My um, mom loves it. So she, oh. she had some last night because I had to, like, get everything prepped. So she she had she had two full bowls. That's oh. so great. And there's so much more left. Yeah. 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 I tr- I was going to be like, I'm going to have no more left. And then I was like, I'm going to have plenty left. <laughs> 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 huh. Yeah. That's well, thank awesome. you. I really appreciate I Thank you so much. I was pleasantly surprised. And I'm so excited that you now have a ladle. Yes. <laughs> My dreams have come true. I finally made it. I have All you had to do was agree to be on this podcast. And <laughs> ha ha ha. Dreams. They dreams do what I did. <laughs> so before we wrap up with Bisque Please, and Bisque Please is just, Bisque Please tell us your information and <laughs> where what you're currently promoting and where you, our listeners can find you and that all that stuff. Yeah, that's so what Bisque Please clever. is. Um, okay, the things I am promoting. So, so one, people can find me on Instagram at Jordan K. Duffy. And I also have a website, jordanduffymusic.com. Um, and then all the shows that I currently work on, there's been a few changes since my lovely bio that Sherline said. Um, Yo is this race is actually went independent. So please go out and support them. They have a Patreon. I'm still an avid supporter of them. I love them so much and wish the best for them. And uh, I am still a part of Query. You can find Query on any podcast platform. Uh, best friends you can find on any platform. Um, uh, Spanish Key Presents you can find on any platform. And they actually were just nominated for an iHeartRadio Award, which Woo! is awesome. They're an awesome show. And then... Yes. <laughs> and then uh, the Powerful Ladies podcast is a weekly podcast, just like everyone else. And uh, you sometimes hear me from time to time, but mostly it's my sister. But uh, What's your sister's I, name? Oh, my sister's name is Kara Duffy. Pretty close to my name, just different first name. Um, and so I help with her on that podcast. And you can find that on any streaming platform as well. Thank you for that. Before, before we go out, I yeah. need you and Sherline. To sing a song oh, in honor of <laughs> your days together. <laughs> oh, it's like improv thing. At WSU Corral, find some, but like a song that you guys harmonize. Ooh. Uh, see, this is, and the thing is, is that Jordan is, um, I'm an alto and Jordan is a soprano. Mm-hmm. So if we had Ben, then it would have oh, like, my God, it rounded been. everything off. Perfectly. Yeah. Yes. 
The only thing that I will like sing around my house that reminds me of Worcester State is when I fall in love, it will be forever or I'll never fall in love, love. in a restless world like this is. Love is ended before it's begun, and the many moonlight kisses seem to have the warmth of the sun. That was bad key. <laughs> I <laughs> love you guys so much because I'm, that we was not to- <laughs> planned. Like that was total impromptu. That was like on the spot. Like, sing me a lullaby. This is also a song we have not sang. I know. I know. It's always that one. I don't know why. Because it was, we had to do singing Valentine's, okay? Which is the most awkward thing in the world for people Mm -hmm. because it's like a quartet. Yes. So imagine you're with your husband at a restaurant eating, okay? Mm, And then all of a sudden, or soup. Yummy soup. Or soup. soup. There you go. (laughs) A spoonful of comfort soup. It's great in a restaurant. And you're like, you're there enjoying your meal. And then all of a sudden, these four like college students all kind of come up to you and you're like, and then just randomly start bursting into song and singing yeah. like a romantic song that your husband purchased for you <laughs> with a there rose were, and a card. <laughs> there are so many times where it's like, what's happening? And they're just like looking up at us. And the person so, how never did you knows. know? How did you know which couple? We would usually get like, like a heads either, up yeah. or they would like, they would like say they're going to the bathroom and they would like come to the entrance. Like we would, they would update us. It was, it's pretty clever, but like, I think as much as like the person we're singing to was really shocked, the restaurant was more like, I remember the wait staff being like, what the heck is going <laughs> What's happening? So it, it was, it, they were some of the most fun and awkward moments. But that was always, oh, I think we always did like one or two songs and that song. No, was I awesome. will say my favorite one yeah. to date was when we had to go to like a trailer park and sing in someone's trailer. I didn't do that. that oh, you weren't in that one? Oh my gosh. I think it was Ben and I. <laughs> that one. That was interesting. That's so funny. Getting all these people in someone's like trailer <laughs> singing to them. <laughs> it was very sweet though i like you know the son bought it for his mom and everything it was really cute yeah. But oh yeah it was we very would, <laughs> yeah we would do valentine's and like mother's day maybe sometimes father's day but it was like kind of those like cute little holidays that yeah. you didn't do like a ton of for but my cheeks hurt my <laughs> cheeks hurt times. so much from smiling and laughing <laughs> like i don't even know what to do with myself i'm gonna have to take a nap because <laughs> <laughs> it's like i just ran a marathon talking to you crazy yeah. women Imagine, imagine how it is with just Sherilyn and I. We one time were on a call for eight hours. That was the best night's sleep I ever yes. had. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my god! Thank you so much for Thank a you. taking the time out to speak with us. B letting. I hope no little girls listen to this podcast because there was a lot of profanity in it. But people who are of age know how to transition and how to create their dreams and how to get into the podcasting world, not just concentrated uh, as a host, because the podcast hosts 
need somebody in the background. They need a Jordan Duffy to engineer Jordan. To engineer, to make everything sound so effortless. Mm-hmm. And you do such an amazing job and you're you're so down to earth and freaking lovely and thank you. You're all of the things. Thank I appreciate you. you. I appreciate you guys too. And I wish you the utmost success in this podcast and your future adventures. And I would, I, I would say if Spoonful of Comfort had lobster bisque, I would send it to your aunt, but they don't. They don't. They oh, have a, <laughs> they have a really hard conversation to have. <laughs> oh, they do not have lobster bisque. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. It's a, it's a selfish shell. Selfish. Selfish. It's shell. early. Selfish. <laughs> so I don't know how that would go. Yeah. But. I feel like it, would, it wouldn't be okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but okay. you're a dream. Thank you so much for all of your time. Thank you. Bye, Jordan. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Chatting Over Chowder. This episode is sponsored by Crackers and Soup. You can find out more about our guest and Crackers and Soup in our show notes. If you loved this episode, subscribe and drop us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, stay stay super. super.